ABC Grandstand Digital is now more mobile than ever with the new ABC Radio app. Available for both iPhone and Android, this is a simple, intuitive app for radio on the go. It even lets you access digital radio right across the country. So to hear the best of ABC Grandstand on your phone, download the app now. It's ABC Radio anywhere, anytime. For more details, visit abc.net.au slash radio. With so much sport on offer, you almost need a personal sports calendar just to keep up. Well, we don't have a calendar, but we do have an online broadcast schedule to guide you through ABC Grandstand sports coverage. So, if you're on interstate travel, hard at it at work, or just need to plan your weekend around your favourite game or show, then visit abc.net.au slash grandstand and never miss another game again. ABC Grandstand. Sports coverage like no other. This is The Netball Show. You are with Grandstand. The Netball Show. On ABC Grandstand Digital. Hello and welcome to The Netball Show. Matt Clinch again in the chair for Peter Walsh. Plenty to run through this week as the Trans-Tasman Netball competition starts to take shape with only eight weeks remaining until the finals. Coming up on the show today, we chat to Firebird Nat Medhurst to preview this week's crucial match against the Melbourne Vixens. We're joined by Emily Beaton from the top of the table Adelaide Thunderbirds as they look to continue their winning streak. And from across the Tasman, Wendy Frew talks us through the improvement of the Southern Steel both on and off the court as a sold-out crowd looms for this weekend's match against the Magic. Firstly, let's run you through all the results for round eight of the competition. On Saturday, the Queensland Firebirds proved too strong for the tactic, 76-51. to The Melbourne Vixens with a good win on the road over the Swifts, 50 goals to 42. The Thunderbirds hung on in a tight one to defeat the Fever by two goals, 49 to 47. The Southern Steel likewise continued with their impressive run over the Mystics, 73 to 61. And the Magic remain inside the top four with a 53 to 49 goal win against the Central Pulse. Grandstand Netball. It's taken nearly eight weeks, but it looms as one of the matches of the season as this week, Queensland face off against Melbourne. Nat Methurst from the Firebirds can join us on the program. Nat, tell us how the confidence levels are heading into this match against the Vixens in Melbourne. Yeah, confidence levels are, are pretty high. Um, you know, we've had probably a, a more than successful season so far than what a lot of people um, were expecting. And as you said, it's been a, um, you know, a long time since we've played the Vixens and I think now we're going to be playing them twice in three weeks so we're you know really looking forward to it and I think particularly after the effort on the weekend against the tactics um, yeah confidence is really high and we just can't wait to, to line up against them. Two wins on the trot against the Fever and the Tactic, who you mentioned. Importantly, last week without Laura Geitz and yourself and some of the on-court leaders really stepped up in her absence. Yeah, it was obviously, um, you know, very devastating um, reasons behind why Laura couldn't be there. And I think as a group, everyone just really banded together and, and got on with the job. And, you know, we got to throw so many players out there as well and people were put into different positions to what they've been playing 
in the season and I think, you know, that alone gives us so much confidence in knowing that, you know, as a group we know that we've got the depth and um, we're able to step up and as you said, I think everyone just did a fantastic job in, in pulling together with um, Laura not being there and, and coming away with such a, a great win against the Tactics. Um, yeah, I don't think um, we were really expecting that and we're certainly very happy with that 25-goal win. So what does that do for a group when you give opportunity to young players and they step up and they deliver? Oh, it does a, an enormous amount, and obviously for us older ones as well, that, um, you know, it makes us keep pushing ourselves as well because we know that we've got these young little whippets sliding at, <laughs> at our heels, and, and so far everyone has just really stepped up. You know, we couldn't ask for anything more, particularly from our young players. Um, you know, they've just been so open to feedback and to learning, and as I said, they're really pushing um you know, for a starting spot week in, week out, which is great. You you want that competition and um, it needs to be there in order, you know, to be successful. So, as I said, they've been doing a great job and um, I'm sure they'll, they'll continue that on this weekend. I'll ask you about some of the individuals in a moment, but just tell us how you mentally go about approaching the coming weeks, given you play, or well, it'll play such a pivotal role in shaping your season with the Vixens twice in three weeks and then the Magic uh, smack bang in the middle. Yeah, um, it's obviously, I think, continuing to do what we've done so far. Um, that's certainly served us well. And, um, you know, we, I know it's very cliche in saying taking one week at a time, but, you know, we do that. Um, and I think that's been been really important for us as a group in, you know, because we have had such a big clean out from last season, you know, half the team is gone. So a lot of the concentration for us is working week in, week out, and particularly on our com- combinations and developing them. We've had you know, obviously a few interruptions and, and things that you, you know, you don't really want to have happen during the season and we've just been able to, to pick ourselves up and, and get on with it. And um, as you said, these next few weeks are, are huge for us um, in setting us up for, for finals. And I think, you know, no better way we want to be there and um, these few weeks are really going to test us both mentally and physically with, with what we're going to face if we're there in finals. Romelda Agan, tell us uh, why you've worked so well together in recent weeks and, and what's been the key to both you and her shooting such a, a high percentage? Yeah, it's um, it's been a, a combination that probably took um, a little longer than what people would have liked to be going as well as what it is. But, you know, for us, I think we balance each other really well, obviously. I'm huge and so cool down there. No, Romelda. Romelda is, you know, obviously such a big target for us and, and I run around. and um, But we're finding a great balance. And I think particularly for Romelda, she's developed so much um, sort of in these last, six to 12 months she's gotten so much stronger as a player and um, is reading the play a lot better as well and um, you know that's really added to her game and, and I guess made the defenders have to think a bit better and from everyone as I said those young girls stepping in as well have really added added another dynamic to our forward line and as you said so far it's, um, it's going <laughs> along nicely and we just need to keep that up. So this week you face Jeeva Mentor and Bianca Chatfield from the Vixens. What, what's your record been like in uh, in recent games and years against those two? Oh, it's um, yeah, they're a great great duo those two. But um, it's it's probably pretty even. Um, you know, I think I just remember our game last year. Um, I think we were up about eight or nine goals in Melbourne and we lost by one and um, that really hurt us because that's the game that probably cost us playing in finals and I think this year those two um, are undoubtedly the the best defensive combination so we're really going to have our work 
cut out for us and um, it is going to be tough. Hopefully Ramelda is going to be going to have her, you know, her jumping boots on and she's going to be pulling everything in. But you know, the biggest one for us as a whole group is to really make sure we, you know, keep hold of possession because, you know, all over the court the, the Vixens are just absolute total class and they'll certainly punish us if, if we don't do that. And another of the young names, Kim Revellian, was pretty impressive at centre on the weekend. Uh, tell us a bit about her. Yeah, Rav, she's an absolute machine. I don't know what they're feeding these young kids these days, but, <laughs> geez, they can run and jump, and she's been incredible. I think, you know, for her heading in this season with us, she had such an enormous amount of pressure on her, um, you know, expectation put on from other people, having, you know, represented her country before even, you know, played an AMZ championship game, and she's just, you know, stood up and, and really... Um, you know, delivered as a player and she just continually continues to improve and impress us week in. I think, you know, she's not scared of anything. Um, so, it's, um, yeah, it's great. And in terms of preparation for this week, do you try and keep it as normal as you possibly can? Yeah, um, preparation is going to be as normal as possible. Um, you know, obviously it has been a little disrupted, um, you know, with, with the... Um, the news to Laura's dad, and which certainly has shaken the team. But you know, as a group, we've just been really strong this week, and and still made sure that you know we've stuck to what it is that we've had to do. And um, yeah, we'll get into Melbourne. We'll have a light training run, and and then we'll be um, you know there at the game, obviously on Sunday, ready to go. But yeah, as a group, trying to keep it as normal as possible, and and make sure no doubt everyone will be fired up um, to face the Vixens. And I guess the hard question, the, the club's been great in saying they'll give Laura as much time as possible after the, the passing of her father. Do you have any idea when she might be back? Oh, absolutely no idea. And, um, you know, I don't think anyone can really, you know, I would have no idea how she'd be dealing with this sort of um, circumstances and the loss of, of her dad. And they are such um, a close family as well. And family is absolutely everything to her. And, you know, as I said, I don't think anyone can have any expectations and, and knowing when she's going to be ready. It, it might be a few weeks. It might be a lot longer. Um, we're certainly not putting that pressure on, as a, on her as a group and we've just got to keep, um, you know, moving forward and doing what we've got to do and, and wait and see what happens. And Chelsea Pittman, are you some chance to get her back ahead of the Vixens match? Yeah, Chelsea's expected to be back, which is great news. I think she's been um, hating it, sitting on the <laughs> sidelines and not being able to travel with the team. So um, she'll have a full, proper uh, running or training session uh, this week before we head to Melbourne, which will be good. And, um, you know, as far as starting goes, I have no idea. Um, that'll be something that'll get discussed as I think Nicola's, you know, stepped in really well into that wing attack position. And um, But, yeah, it'll be great to have Chelsea back there in the side, that's for sure. Nat Medhurst from the Queensland Firebirds joining us on the Netball Show. The winning streak continued for Adelaide last week as they had to fight hard to hold off a fast-finishing fever. Emily Beaton can join us from the Thunderbirds. Welcome to the program, Emily. Was that last quarter starting to get a little bit close for comfort? Yeah, definitely. They just kept coming and coming. So we know they're such a good side. And I think last time we played them, um, when we won by 26, it didn't really reflect the quality of side that they are. So we knew that they would finish... Um, pretty fast at the end there but I think we knew we had time on our side so yeah it was good to get away with a two goal win. You got the two points which was the most important thing but watching the match it felt like you never really found top gear on Sunday and I guess some of the credit has to go to the fever. Uh, how did you assess the performance? 
Yeah, absolutely. They they played really, really well and they've got um, so many great players in their team. So I think that obviously done their homework and um, made it um, as difficult for us as they could. And it's um, it's been good for us actually and given us a few things that we've found that we need to work on to really um, take it up to every single team, no, one, no um, matter what matchups we get. So yeah, it was, it was a good game. And a couple of those things you have worked on. Um, the start of the match was crucial, but tell us how you and Nat Von Berto were able to ensure such a positive start, particularly against, I guess, a, a strong parochial home crowd. Yeah, the crowd's pretty amazing over there. Um, Nat and I work really well together, and we just um, keep the communication up and, and really just try and take it to those young players that we're playing against. So, um, yeah, we just try and stay calm and feed it into the shooters as best as we can. And one of the real trademarks over the last month has been your defensive pressure, which, again, at times was brilliant on the weekends. But I guess the ball control, which is normally very good, was perhaps a tad off. Is that something you've focused on throughout the week? Yeah, it's probably just a, a couple of little fix-ups, a bit of um, some miscommunications, I guess, of, of not knowing um, whether recipient of the ball wants wants it so um yeah I think there are a couple of things that we've worked on and um yeah I think our full court defensive pressure has been something we've been pretty proud of this year and it's really shown in the amount of intercepts that the, our defenders have been getting so yeah something that we keep on working on each week and and hopefully we can keep getting better and better so we've now reached uh well we're past the halfway mark of the season five games to go and all of a sudden people start talking about hosting semi-finals. Do you start to cast an eye forward or is it important to remain focused on the week by week? Yeah, I think you've got to shoot yourself in the foot if you do that because you can't get to finals without um, winning the game that, you, that you're playing each and every week. So the competition's so close that we've got. Um, so no, we're, we're definitely just focused on that um, old cliche one game at a time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's definitely the way to go and um, makes it pretty enjoyable that way as well. So without getting too carried away, I guess to compare this season to last season, obviously you ran into the magic last year in the postseason, but from an overall mood point of view, and I guess the approach from Jane, uh, from Jane um, how has things changed from season to season? Yeah, I guess it's it's been so positive this year and we're all enjoying it so much which which um you know really helps in in playing well. So I think it's was pretty good for us this year as we didn't have a high turnover of players. So that's something that's really difficult um year to year when you know you don't have your core group um to be able to build on what we've already worked on in previous seasons. So I guess we could already um start out at a high level and we've just really built from that and um we just found that, you know, our relationships with each other and and lifting our communication just really look simple fix-ups of things that have really helped us this year. And it's also made it, yeah, more fun because we've got to know each other a bit better and um, know what makes each other tick. So I think that's what's really helped us out. And obviously confidence does a lot of things to various players, but to Aaron Bell and to Carla Barea, they seem to have shined, particularly over the last month, as has the team. Yeah, absolutely. They've been amazing. They've been such good form. I think, yeah, Ez has been pretty unreal. Um, the amount of goals that she's been she's been um, shooting compared to other goal attacks that have got a, a big goal shooter at, at the back there. So she's really holding her own. And the defenders, you know, don't know who to focus their attention on in that goal circle, which makes it really good for us. And um, as a feeder, it's nice for me because there's always someone to pass to. But, um, no, they're great to have in that goal circle for us. So the Swifts this week, is there any reason why you can't make it seven in a row? No, I think, you know, we'll go into this game confident and um, we've got things that 
as I said before, that we need to work on, that um, we need to fix up from the game on the weekend. So we've always got goals and um, things that we want to achieve in each game, no matter who we're coming up against. And, you know, the Swiss are a great side. They've um, lost some tight games and they've got so many quality players, as every team does. So, um, you know, it'd be a really good tussle and really looking forward to it. So in terms of the Swifts, how much preparation do you do for them? You mentioned they've been pretty narrow in a couple of their losses and despite just the, the one win for the season, you know, tight losses again against the Vixens last week, um, they look like they're not that far away from it. No, they're building and building and um, I guess we wish we kind of could have played them at the start of the season because I think they're starting to get a bit of form. <laughs> so it's, it's got to be a really tough one. But, um, you know, we, we prepare for them like we would any other team and just, you know, look at their plays and their style of play and how we can counteract that. But a lot of the focus um, is on ourselves and we know if, if we're doing the things that we can control right, we'll, we should beat anyone. And from your own point of view, has this been one of your most enjoyable seasons to date? Yeah, absolutely. I'm loving it. Yeah, it's so much fun. Um, and I guess when you've got that, that winning vibe and that culture that we've built um, over the last couple of seasons, it's just getting better and better. And, yeah, there's a lot of respect and stuff within our team. So everyone's, you know, got their role to play, whether they're on court or on the bench. Everyone's um, just as valuable. So, yeah, it's a really enjoyment environment to be around and I feel really lucky. And obviously missing Nat Bomberto for a little stretch, it seems to have strengthened the side if there's such a, a way to do that. By her coming back in, it just seems to have settled the squad a little bit. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, I've played with Nat my whole time that I've been on the Thunderbirds and I texted her before we were going to play, I think, um, the Firebirds. So I've never, you know, run on court without you before. This is going to be really weird. So, um, but, you know, we've got a, a, so many quality players on our side and Lee Waddington when she played um, in in that place did such a stellar job. So um, you know it's it's good for our confidence knowing that we've got that strength within each other. That um, no matter who is on or off court, we can still win and, and you know pull together. So that was pretty um, good for our side to be able to do that. From the Adelaide Thunderbirds, Emily Beaton joining us on the program. Coming up next on the Netball Show, we'll chat about the Southern Steel and their impressive couple of weeks knocking on the door of the top four. ABC Grandstand Digital is now more mobile than ever with the new ABC Radio app. Available for both iPhone and Android, this is a simple, intuitive app for radio on the go. Radio on the go. It even lets you access digital radio right across the country. So to hear the best of ABC Grandstand on your phone, download the app now. It's ABC Radio anywhere, anytime. For more details, visit abc.net.au slash radio. On ABC Grandstand Digital. This is the Netball Show. You are with Grandstand. The Netball Show. Welcome back to the Netball Show. Matt Clinch with you for Grandstand Digital. Don't forget to log on to our Grandstand website, abc.net.au forward slash grandstand for all the latest netball news. Last week, it was a big week for the Southern Steel over the Mystics. Wendy Frew can join us to tell us all about their recent form. Three wins on the trot since the bye. Wendy, thanks for your time. Do you feel like you're starting to get closer to your best form of the year? Yeah, I think you'd have to say we're getting close to the best form. I guess winning three games on the trot, it's not something the Steel's been able to do um, for a long, long time. So it's fantastic to get the wins on the board. But at the same time, we've just got to keep our heads on the ground and keep focusing on the games ahead and what, and what we want to achieve. Tell us about the win from your perspective. Uh, you trailed the opening two periods, but um, you must have been happy with the way in which your girls finished the match. 
Yeah, we always knew we were going to go into the game and, and the six that have got potential to come out firing. So we talked about it all week and it was really good that we, we had talked about that because they did start well against us and we knew that, that that possibly was, you know, they were going to come out strong. So for us to keep our heads and come back and win the game was an extremely exciting thing for us as a team and, and, and as a team growing as a combination and as a unit. So certainly happy with the win, but obviously a wee bit to work on after the first half. I'll just get you to expand on that a little bit. So the Mystics' defensive pressure was pretty good. What what sort of changes did you have to make at halftime, particularly to your game plan, to ensure you got on top? Yeah, you're right. The Mystics they were really strong, and, and they shut down um, that, that long option into Jay at the back for us. So as mid-quarters, we had to make sure we're available a lot more and drive onto that circle edge. So it gave us the easier feed into Jay, and I think the girls really... Um, adapted well at half time and we come out a bit more determined and fired and, and that's sort of how we come away with the win. You focus on the magic now next week. Obviously with winning the momentum has built and you must be thrilled with the crowds and the way in which they've embraced you and to have a sold out crowd on Saturday. What does that mean? It means a lot. It's a fantastic feeling knowing that you, you all these people behind you and they want us they want to come and support us, and obviously it's going to be an intense game. And um, the girls are fizzing about playing at home in front of a home crowd. So we just need to, um, you know, go about our business, keep training hard, and turn up on Saturday, and, and let that crowd get behind us and give us a few goals. How different does it feel this year compared to last year when things just didn't quite work for you? Yeah, I think the girls had a bit of a tough one last year, um, only winning two games, and. They had, you know, we had a good side last year, but we just couldn't pull pull those close games together. And and at times, probably our individual performances weren't as good as they needed to be. So we've trained really hard in the off season, and we've got a good game plan together. And I think it's working well. A quick turnaround for the Magic, given they lost um, on Monday narrowly to the Pulse. Um, how much do you look at them during the week, or is it more focused about you and your team performance? Yeah, we always watch the opposition and who we're coming up against and their strengths and weaknesses and, and where we think that we can expose them and that's certainly something we've done this week and and um, obviously doing that and then watching our game against the Mystics where we can better from that. So there's lots of video analysts that goes behind the scenes and it's, it's all part of your job and I think it's really beneficial um, leading into the games that you play, play in the weekends. And I guess your future is in your own hands. You probably need to pinch a couple of wins over the next three games. You've got the Magic twice and the Vixens in Melbourne. Is it easier knowing your fate to some extreme? Your next three three weeks are probably the biggest um, telling point for us as a unit. Obviously, we've had three good wins, but now this is where the, where it's the business end now, and we've got to really apply ourselves well and, and come out, hopefully, with sort of two out of the three wins. Ideally, we'd love to win the next three, but um, they're two really good sides and they're at the top of the table and they're, they're going to be really, really tough. So we just need to um, hopefully pull a few wins and set ourselves up nicely come that semi-finals. And I guess from, yeah. from a personal point of view, uh, you must be happy with the way in which you've performed so far this season? Yeah, it's been OK. I'm, um, I've, I'm, there's still things I want to work on and things I want to improve on in my own game, but just really been um, enjoying being back with the girls and playing some netball and getting some good court time so um, just for me yeah, just, yeah, still not entirely happy but I'm happy with how I've progressed and I feel each game I'm getting stronger and better so I guess that's the, the big thing for me at the moment. And I guess if we were to compare the, the latter last year to what it is this year we had normally an even split between the New Zealand and the Australian sides it's currently the three Australian sides on top the, the Vixens, the Thunderbirds and the Firebirds, is there, there any reason why yourself or the Magic, one of the New Zealand sides in the coming weeks can't push into that top four? Yeah I think we can push into the top four um, obviously us playing Magic 
twice in the next three weeks is a bit challenging because someone's going to knock someone out there out of that top four or kick them out of that top four. But um, the Aussie teams are certainly performing really well, and I think um, you know for them to have three teams in that top, it shows what awesome netballers they are and, and how on top of the league they are. Wendy Frew from the Southern Steel joining us on the netball program. So if we have a look at the ladder, the Adelaide Thunderbirds have a game on the Vixens and Firebirds. They sit top of the ladder from the Magic in fourth position. The Southern Steel are just outside. They're also on four and three from the West Coast Fever and Central Pulse, three and five. The Tactic are two and five. The New South Wales Swiss, one and six, with the Northern Mystics on the bottom of the table, one and seven. Round nine of the Trans-Tasman competition kicks off on Saturday with a sold-out crowd in attendance for the Southern Steel up against the Waikato Bay Magic. Then on Sunday, it's the Melbourne Vixens up against the Queensland Firebirds. The Adelaide Thunderbirds host the New South Wales Swifts. The Tactic up against the West Coast Fever. And Monday night, Netball features the Central Pulse up against the Northern Mystics. That's all we've got time for on the Netball program. Until next week, bye for now.